Well, let's now turn to federal politics. Australia's national job figures have been released today for the, the month of May. Now, the national unemployment rate has stayed steady at 3.9%. Now, that is very good news. It's a very low figure. Uh, the Australian Bureau of Statistics says around an extra 60,600 people were hired into new jobs last month. And that represents the 70th, 7th straight increase in employment nationally. That's hard to say. 70th, 7th straight increase. Uh, it all sounds pretty positive, but to get her, uh, her reaction from it, I'm joined now by the Deputy Leader of the Opposition in the Senate and also Shadow Employment and Workplace Relations Minister, Michaelia Cash. Michaelia, good to have you back on 4BC Great Drive. Great to be back with you, Scott, and I hope you're well. I am well, thank you. And, and uh, look, in your new role as a Shadow Employment and Workplace Relations Minister, let's talk about that, that number today, the Labor Force figure out here. 3.9%, so steady, the same figure it was before the uh, election. Uh, what was your reaction to today's figure? Uh, well, again, what it shows is the job figures today show it's proof that the coalition left the economy in a strong position. Uh, when you look at 60,000 jobs were created. Uh, the majority of them were full-time jobs. We continue to have a record number of Australians in employment. And remember, Scott, this is post two years of a global pandemic. You have a record number of people in full-time employment. You have the participation rate. So that's Australians saying, hey, ready, willing and able to undertake work. That is at a record high. But also the underemployment rate actually fell to 5.7%. That is the lowest rate since 2008. So the challenge now for the Albanese government is... Will they be able to keep Australians in work? Because these were our figures. The focus groups were done in the period before the federal election. And they are proof that what we've handed over to Labor is a strong economic position, in particular in relation to the Labor market. The challenge very clearly for Mr Albanese and Tony Burke Will you be able to keep Australians in work? All right, and let's unpack a few things you said then, Michaelia Cash. First up, the strong Australian economy. Yes, I, 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 it's very clear. These are extraordinarily good unemployment numbers. They happened under your watch when you were the part of the Morrison government. So, yeah, you can take full credit for that. But do you also then take full credit for uh, an inflation rate that's going through the roof? Clearly, that's been driven by things that occurred under your watch as well. So... Confirm the coalition government left the economy in a strong position. What is our legacy across the board? Record low unemployment, strong GDP growth, historically low interest rates and the largest turnaround to the budget bottom line in 70 years. When you look at, in particular, the overseas influences on, on inflation, and Australia's actually got this, it is very much impacted by, obviously, COVID and the issues associated with supply chains, but also the war in Ukraine. So, yes, it has increased, but there are international factors in particular, and the whole world is currently subject to this. But when you look at the strong fiscal response we had to the pandemic, um, you know, we were able to ensure that Australians stayed in work, that in particular 
post the pandemic, we have recovered strongly, but our legacy is record low unemployment, strong GDP growth, historically low interest rates, and now the largest turnaround to the budget bottom line in 70 years by getting more people off welfare and into work. And that is the challenge for the Albanese government. All right, and so you wash your hands of the inflation rate. You say, look, it's, it's factors beyond any government's control. Uh, that, all right, interest rates. Now, one of the arguments about why interest rates are going up so strongly, and I appreciate also... There are international factors involved in this. But did you overstimulate the economy, put too much in the money into the economy, and that's why we're seeing uh, these big jumps in interest rates here? From historic lows, I appreciate, but a, a, a half a percent increase in interest rates and, and a warnings from Philip Lowe, the Reserve Bank Governor, of more to come, that's followed your watch as well. Uh, but again, look at the circumstances in which we governed. We stand by all of the policy decisions that we made, in particular both the JobKeeper program, which kept, as you know, I mean, hundreds of thousands of Australians would have actually been in the Centrelink queues if it was not for the decisions that we made to ensure that they were able to be connected and remaining in employment. A strong economy will always start with people having jobs. Then when you look at the increase that we made to the job seeker rate, obviously that assisted with getting money into the economy. So given the circumstances in which we governed, given the record that we have left, in particular in relation to unemployment, but even in relation to interest rates, despite everything, historically low interest rates. I mean, I talk to people my age, you know, my parents' age. I mean, you know, they take you back to 17%, um, which is what they were used to for how long. We had historically low interest rates, Um but don't you appreciate also that even, even though these globally. are... But don't you appreciate, Michaelia Cash, that even if these are historically low interest rates, and I concede they are, that people are still going to be hurt by them as they go up by a half a percentage jump, uh, that if they've just got into the housing market right now, with these massive prices people pay for housing at the moment, they are going to hurt. Again, I go to what the figures all confirm is the coalition government left the economy in a strong position. And in particular, in relation to what we had been through, not just as a country, but globally over the last two years. You know, as a government, you never get to dictate the circumstances in which you govern. The only reason that we were able to hand over to Labor an economy that is literally the envy of so many other countries in the world that does have that record low unemployment, the strong GDP growth, the historically low interest rates, and again, as I said, the largest uh, turnaround in the budget bottom line in 70 years, is because since we were elected in 2013, we were fiscally responsible. Right. We had actually turned the bottom line around. All right, Michaela, the Cash, reason I, I, we I were able you. to make the decisions that we made in relation to JobKeeper and job seeker is because we had a strong economy so we could make those investments into Australia. All right, Michaela Cash, I hear you stressing that you're taking ownership of this unemployment rate of 3.9%. And you say, that's the bottom line, that's ours. And whatever happens after this is now a result of the 
policies of the Albanese government. We saw, obviously, the Fair Work Commission come out with the 5.9% increase in the minimum wage. Are you predicting that that will see unemployment go up because of the, 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 how big an increase that was? Well, in the first instance, what I would say is, you know, the Coalition recognises the minimum wage decision because it's made by an independent body that is the appropriate way to do it. The Fair Work Commission that analyse all of the data before them and then they make the decision. But at the same time, higher wages themselves, as you know, mean nothing if you don't have a job. And the issue in particular, and it's in all of the papers today because, you know, Small business in particular has come out and said, along with now in particular the rising energy prices, the labour shortages, the supply chain pressures, etc., this is another cost that many small businesses will struggle to meet. And then you need to have a look at, well, then Labor are now in government. They must respond with sensible measures to prevent the further fueling of inflation and higher interest rates. And then you look at, so what has the Reserve Bank of Australia itself said? Well, they have sent a very clear message. Unnecessary government spending will fuel higher inflation and higher interest rates, which will result in further pain for Australian families and businesses. So, again, the challenge for Anthony Albanese is, of course you support the Independent Fair Work Commission's decision. They base that decision on all of the factors. In fact, one of the comments was, you know, it was the strong economy that the Coalition had actually handed over uh, to Labor. But at the same time, in particular for small businesses, when you put that on top of the rising energy prices, the labour shortages and the supply chain pressures, and a lot of that is due to those international factors, you know, Mr Albanese needs to very much think about how do you support these businesses, avoid putting further pressure on the inflation? Because ultimately, and it goes to the point you made, higher wages mean nothing if you don't have a job. All right, Michaelia Cash, appreciate you joining us here on 4BC Drive.